Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome back to another episode of the Steelers Update. I am Jeff Hartman, and we've got a lot to talk about on this Steelers Update, mainly the fifth year option. That's right. Now, before we get to that, I want to remind everyone that's listening, this is one of those brief podcasts, should be five to seven minutes. You might not always hear my voice. It might be Dave Schofield or Brian Davis filling in from time to time, but for the most part, I'm your guy on the Steelers update. And so here we go. The fifth year option. I didn't even realize this, but the Pittsburgh Steelers, they don't have a tough decision to make this year. Now, for those that don't know what the fifth year option is, let me give you a quick backstory. In 2011, you know, they had a strike in 2010. They signed a new collective bargaining agreement that went into effect in 2011. The new CBA was signed between the NFLPA and the NFL. And there was this new addition to contracts for first-round draft picks, and it was called the fifth-year option. Now, what that looked like at that time was that, essentially, when you were approaching the final year of that first-round picks contract, you had to decide, the NFL organization, that is, whether or not you were going to pick up that fifth-year option. If you decided not to, that's fine, the player would become a free agent after the fourth year of their rookie deal. However, if you decided to pick up the, that option, you would have to pay them. Now, early on in the collective, bar, collective bargaining agreement, that was based upon position and where you were drafted, mainly where you were drafted. However, the latest collective bargaining agreement changed all of that. Now, not only is it about your position, it's not about where you were drafted, but how much you played and the honors that you've won for instance if you make the pro bowl as an example you would get more in that fifth year option so to give you an example Minka Fitzpatrick's fifth year option was much more expensive than someone else that is a fifth year option someone even like TJ Watt so since this happened in 2011 the Steelers have exercised their option more than they haven't but let's go through the players the first round draft picks the Steelers had and whether or not they picked up the option. So in 2011, the first year, Cam Hayward, they picked up the option. 2012, David DeCastro, they picked up his fifth-year option. 2013, I don't need to remind you, Jarvis Jones, they did not pick up the option. It was the first time in team history they didn't pick it up. 2014, Ryan Chazier gets picked. They picked up the option, and so they did the same in 2015 with Bud Dupree picking up his fifth-year option. 2016, Artie Burns did not pick up the option second time. 2017, get out of here. T.J. Watt, of course they did. Now, in 2018, this is where things got a little dicey for the Steelers. Remember, they traded that first-round draft pick to the Miami Dolphins for Minka Fitzpatrick, which meant that they had two first-round picks then on their roster, Terrell Edmonds and Minka Fitzpatrick. It didn't make financial sense for the Steelers to have both of these players on their fifth-year option. It would be it, financial sense. It doesn't make financial sense at all. So Terrell Edmonds does not have his picked up. They pick up Minka Fitzpatrick's. So Terrell Edmonds became the third player to not have his option exercised. In 2019, Devin Bush Jr., the Steelers made the decision before last season that they were not picking up his option. This is where we get into the crux of this podcast here, folks. For the first time since its inception, the Steelers will not have a decision to make as they didn't have a first-round pick in 2020. The first pick they had was Chase Claypool, who was a second-round selection. Now, next offseason, they'll have to make a decision on Najee Harris. In the year after that, they'll have to make a decision on Kenny Pickett. However, when you look at this, 
the Steelers will not have a tough decision to make. So what does this mean? What it means is that Omar Khan, and the gen- as the general manager, is not going to have to worry about whether or not they're going to have that that fifth year, which could be a lot more money on any specific player. His salary cap, the way that he sees it now, is the way that it's going to be until they start to make changes, whether it's players cut, whether it's players added, whether it's contracts restructured, it doesn't matter. The way that he sees it right now is the way that he will see it up until they decide to make some moves. But for the first time, and I didn't realize this, but to the first time since the fifth-year option was introduced in 2011, the Steelers don't have to make this decision. For some, it's a it's kind of sad because they didn't have that first-round pick in 2020. For others, like me, I'm like, yeah, it is what it is. Because honestly, when you look at Chase Claypool being the first pick of that draft, he gets traded to the Bears. They have that 32nd pick. I'll take that pick. Hey, that's fine. So there you have it, folks. A little fifth-year option news on today's Steelers update. Enjoy that. Make sure you check out all of our content, like Dave Schofield's Stat Geek coming up this morning and all of our content right here on the audio platform. In the meantime, you know what I always say. I'll talk to you tomorrow.